0: change that about yourself. I
1: got
0: an interesting I get interesting emails all the time from people all over the world that really want advice and help as to how to deal with their sexual addiction or how how to deal with somebody who has a sexual addiction. And we have lots of alternative methodology that I can highly recommend. Now, you know I always recommend the CSAT. That is what I do because we've been specially trained to deal with sexual addiction. But in the meantime, I also really believe that it is imperative for you to try other alternatives that your gut believes in. You know how I've said, when you're making a decision, you have to think about what your head says You know, that's what you're thinking about a situation. Intellectually, what do you believe to be true? What does your heart say? Because that's very, very important too. If it's just the heart, more than likely that can get you into some trouble. But you want to pay attention to the emotional aspect behind a decision. And then last but not least, you need to pay attention to what your intuition says. What is your knowing? And oftentimes I'll get people that say, Carol, you know, I just feel like maybe I need some EMDR. That's eye movement desensitization reprocessing. And that's something I'm trained and certified in. It's to help people with the trauma that may have been contributing to a sexual trauma reenactment. Or the trauma, that's for the addict. Or the trauma of finding out that your husband or wife has had this secret life and it rocks your world and it shakes you up and you don't know what to do about it and you don't know where to go. And your intuition says, stay with him or her, he or she will get better. Or your intuition says, I am out of here, I can't take this. And then oftentimes your intuition can help you with treatment modalities. Um, In the last four years that I've been doing the show, I have talked to you about hypnosis. I'm a hypnotherapist. I believe in hypnosis to help you work through issues that are either in your childhood or to help you work through the symptomatology that gets in the way of making good decisions today. And tonight we're going to be talking to Dr. Janet Hall, all the way from Australia. Um, she does hypnosis to tap into the power of one's mind in a fast, easy, uh, and, and efficient way. You know, she helps people to remove, avoid, or overcome the pain of problems or motivate, accelerate, and achieve success. Boy, she sounds like a coach, doesn't she? I mean, you've heard me say it before. I'm a life coach and a mental health therapist, and I always say, you know, what do we need to do to motivate you, accelerate you, and achieve success? And then I tag it with, because you need to live the life you deserve. Well, let's face it. When you've experienced trauma like sexual addiction and you've come out with that and you're being honest for the first time or... um. You are the partner of somebody that you love. Let's just say it's a him. And he has shared the betrayal. He has talked about his angst. He's talked about the things that he has done. You know, you may say, oh, my gosh, I can't sleep at night. I can't eat. I certainly can't have sex. Or maybe you become hypersexual because all you want is to feel that closeness that you want. And oftentimes Hypnosis can really help people who are wanting their life to be different. They're wanting to look at it differently. They're wanting to feel it differently. Um, And Dr. Janet Hall is going to be talking about how does she deal with maximizing positive changes in sex therapy with hypnosis. Let's face it. You may be one of those couples or people who you've been in recovery for a while and you can't seem to get into a healthy, normal routine of sexuality because of the trauma. And so she's going to be talking about, you know, how to empower women especially, um, how to spark men and women's sexual desire. We know that if there is a sexual issue in your relationship, you more than likely suffer from something we call sexual anorexia. And what that means is that oftentimes it's easier not to have sex than to deal with sex. And so I so look forward to hearing about what she thinks can help people who have been traumatized and who want to create a new normal. Um, very, very, very important, uh, and I hope that you will um, stay tuned to this, this incredible show. Uh, I so enjoy the people that listen to this show. You know, they are honest, they're forthright, they talk about wanting to get better, and they're glad that they're here because they're accessing skills and information that they may not have ever had. Now, I provide uh, a type of coaching that gets you to the right resources. I do it on the show. I do it via Skype. I do it via telephone coaching. You know, I can't provide therapy, but I certainly can take your life to the next level by getting you to the right resources. And if you're looking for somebody who can work with you in Skype or phone coaching, you might put in your zip code at www.sexhelp.com. There's a whole list of people. Maybe you want a man. Maybe you want a woman. Maybe you want somebody in your state. Maybe your state or country doesn't have anybody. And that means you have to access services in another way. You know, this show is one that talks about Outpatient therapy intensives those are three four five seven eight ten day uh intensives where you go and you get information and then you you know you typically either live on site for that time or you go to a hotel and then we have residential um the average person goes into residential thirty to forty five days to really look at their wounds. And if that's you and you know you need somewhere, you can always email me or call the show and we will get ways uh, to get you to the right places based on what your needs are. I'm your own personal psychotherapist and your own coach. And I really believe helping you to take your life to the next level because here's what I promise you. If you do the work, If you do the work, you will end up being the most motivated, the best person that you could possibly be. And you know what? That's what you're trying to do, isn't it? You're trying to increase your life in such a way that you can feel proud of yourself. You can take your life to the next level. You can know that you're the best mother, father, um, husband, wife, son, or daughter ever. I know we talk a lot about relationships, but there's a lot of single people out there that um, are suffering from this illness. And if that is you, I just want to assure you that you're in the right place too. And how do I know that to be true? Because this is the place where you're going to get information so that you can get the help you deserve. And it doesn't get any better than that. And so I really am happy to have you on the show. And if you have a question you can always email me at Carol the Coach at AOL dot com. And know that I will get right back to you. And it's interesting because I am getting more and more businesses that are contacting me and they're saying, hey, we really want to share some information. And I say, bring it on. You know, let's get you on the show even if it's for 10 or 15 minutes so that we can make people aware of the service that you have to offer. You know, I'm a believer as a coach in... Abundance, and what does that mean? Abundance means that we do our absolute best to um, know that there is more than enough more than enough um there's more than enough people out there. there's more than enough treatment out there. there's more than enough skills out there to help everybody, so I never worry about competition. I know that you're going to get what you need. And that is what this show's all about. You don't have to worry. If you have a business, a workshop, if you're a clinician and you want to talk about something, hey, we'd love to have you on the show. So go ahead and email me at carolthecoach at com. And I do have to say that I am more than happy to um, talk with you about what it takes to be able to share your information. People get kind of nervous. They go, oh, I don't know if I really want to be on the radio. I always tell women, hey, it's like talking to your girlfriend. And I tell guys, it is like we're just sharing information back and forth. It just doesn't get any simpler than that. So don't hesitate. If you think there's something that you might like to share, I am more than happy to have you share that because what we know to be true is that you have some important information, whether it be that you're a a potential listener that wants to share your story or you're a potential um, professional who has something to share more than happy to do that. That's what we do. And this is the only radio show on sexual addiction. It's an amazing, amazing opportunity to teach life lessons and skills. Now, you know, I always go over some of the same things. I I know I sound like a broken record, but I really, really believe in that. I know more than anything in the world, that truly you've got to pay attention to what is it that you need to stay in recovery. And there's this big issue, and that big issue is, you know, you have your inner circle behaviors. That's those behaviors that are deal breakers. Maybe it's going to prostitute. Maybe it's exposing yourself. Maybe it's um, being with your your wife's best friend. Maybe it's being with your husband's best friend. Regardless, those are inner circle behaviors and those are the behaviors you're trying to stop. Then what I know to be true is that there are these middle circle behaviors and they are the slippery slopes that oftentimes you get involved in that can set up the reward center in such a way that it lights up the brain. Maybe that's looking at images. Maybe that's getting on porn. Maybe that's masturbating. Whatever it is that's in that inner circle, those are the deal breakers. But that middle circle can take you to the inner circle. And then that outer circle behavior are the healthy behaviors. That's communicating with your wife or husband. That's going out on dates. That's taking walks. That's exercising. That's reading healthy materials. That's having a hobby. So... If you would, look at your life from those three circles. You can go to Sex Addiction, um, excuse me, Sex um, Addicts Anonymous. The Green Book has that. Or you can even Google that, and it will talk about those three circles. So your homework for this week is to go to those three circles and write them down and then send me a copy, and that would be carolthecoach at AOL.com. All right. Well, we are so excited to have Dr. Janet Hall on the phone. She is calling all the way from Australia. Dr. Hall, welcome to the Sex Help with Carol the Coach show.
1: Thank you, Carol. I'm so pleased to be
0: here. Yes, I am happy to have you. And, you know, I got a recommendation about you because you have so much to offer listening audiences about Sex. I mean, that is one of your expertise. And then in addition to knowing a lot about sexual activity, you also provide a variety of interventions, including hypnosis. So when you ask me, hey, what should I do it on? I said, yeah, let's talk about hypnosis, especially for some of our couples that are in recovery. They've gotten their sexual addiction down. They, they now have that managed and they're doing fairly well, but they can't seem to develop a new normal for their own sexuality. And so you are one of Australia's foremost experts in the field of sex therapy and also hypnotherapy. Can you explain a little bit about how you use hypnosis to help overcome all the obstacles in seeking sex therapy and creating positive changes in in our clients?
1: Sure, Carol. Um, well, it's always been a fascination of mine to pursue ways to accelerate, um, number one, solving problems that are too hard, and number two, programming for future success. So when it comes to sexual intimacy, Um, many couples are just not able to do it by themselves and they get very frustrated because it seems to be um, it takes forever Uh, and what you do in hypnosis is that you can actually change so many of the sensory effects so for one thing it can seem that you are affecting solutions rapidly Um, because you're listening to the audio that I create for you or actually coming into sessions with me, um, we're actually rehearsing in your subconscious mind the successful lovemaking that you want as a as a couple in recovery. And then it's just so much easier to go with the flow and enjoy your own intimate real-life experiences.
0: Okay, and so we're talking about these audios, and first of all, let's talk a little bit about how men or women, because you seem to have audios for both sexes, um, how can they get your audios? Is it through www.sex-therapy.com.au?
1: Well, that's my website for sex therapy, and as you would know by researching, okay. I do have quite a few um or there is an actual shop which is dr for um it is good to go to the sex therapy um website though if, if that is really your focus for direction and do some research because you know uh, somebody's issue may be that um that perhaps uh, the man has been addicted to online pornography and one of the um, the damaged uh, areas of that is that he may then not find it easy to get an erection with his partner. And so he would probably really benefit from listening to the, the audio called Achieving and Maintaining Erections. And um, there's actually on most audios a small kind of invitation to the partner to, to get enrolled and to, to to come in with some compassion um, as
0: well as education around how to help their partner, that is so true. We find that to be a prevalent problem when a man or a woman has watched a lot of pornography or they've trained their brain to be stimulated, and they've created this arousal template that has to do with something they've seen over and over and over again, having intimate one on one sex with their partner no longer excites them, and so they experience erectile dysfunction. And so your hypnosis through the use of these tapes, or one-on-one with you in the office, can help them to resensitize, if you will, to those things that they need to pay attention to to
1: begin to develop a new normal. That's right. And, I mean, sometimes I do have to become, you know, quite forward in the suggestions that I make and I hope that that's okay for your audience here. So one of the suggestions is that the man can imagine that the blood is really pounding into his penis and particularly into the head of the penis where where there's that extreme sensitivity and in listening to an audio over and over that's about associating that, that, that sense of power and engorged penis with the beautiful partner, then the goal is that eventually um, the porn would be, you know, like just um, repulsive even, as opposed to being with the partner. And one Absolutely. of the things um, that I... Well, yeah, one of the audios that I do suggest for, for people who are just beginning to, to want to associate again with their, their, their own their own purity of intimacy. Um, One of the audios is just simply called Pleasurable Sex. And for people who do yoga, you might find that that's perhaps a little bit too forward for for a yoga meditation, but still it it invites you to to take a walk through a beautiful forest and then to find yourself, at this one partner at the the, the beginning, find yourself uh, at a a babbling brook with a, a small waterfall coming out of a rock face and a beautiful pool, taking your clothes off, bathing in the pool and then going to lay down on a, on a lovely um, old weathered rock that's sort of soft and velvety to, to support you and then your partner coming and also bathing in the waterfall and that that then that you do make love on the rock. Now, it doesn't go into many more specifics than that But how I ask people to begin to associate that with really good positive real-life feelings is to listen to that audio while um, not necessarily about to go to sleep, but making like a pleasure date, um, to lay side by side naked in the bed and just have your hands on each other's genitals, um, not necessarily playing or getting hot and sweaty, but just honouring each other's bodies in that meditation of finding yourself safely in nature um, and connecting with each other. I don't know about you, but I think it's beautiful.
0: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And so, yes, there is is no conversation that is not acceptable on this show as long as it's well done and it promotes intimacy, and that's really what you're talking about here. Um, Unfortunately, Mm -hmm. again men and women have, through through their own sexual addiction, developed these arousal templates that are different from real life. And so it is a way of reframing their experience so that they can actually enjoy the pleasure of being with their partner again.
1: Yes, exactly. And hopefully, because it's only imaginary or minimally actually touching each other whilst they listen they don't make, what shall we say, um, they don't make any jarring kind of, I don't like to call them mistakes even, because there should be no such thing as a, a mistake with intimacy, but, but it's all about being very gentle and affirming. Um, I don't know if you'd know this, terrible, but they, they talk about this very old study where basketballers were split into two groups and one group imagine, imagined shooting baskets and the other ones actually did practice. At the end of two weeks, they tested them out. And the ones who did not actually practice but just visualized played better and got more baskets than the other ones. And the theory of that is that when we just imagine things, we don't make mistakes. So Mm. that's a very good thread to follow so that you don't feel anxious because um, performance anxiety whether it's the man losing his erection or or having premature ejaculation or the other one which people don't talk about much which is the inability to ejaculate like delayed or even total inability. Uh, That's for men and for women we have uh, inability to have orgasms or painful sex when there doesn't seem to be uh, a real physical reason for the painful sex. So these are the main kinds of sexual dis- dysfunctions that I see and so it's really good for these people to imagine being successful, being able to overcome that problem and to relax as they rehearse it with the hypnosis instead of jumping into bed and going flat out and then finding that things don't really come to a satisfying, pleasurable conclusion and sometimes makes you feel actually really, really inadequate. So we're trying to avoid that. That makes total
0: sense. Now, how did you get into this field of sex therapy? And then especially, how did you begin to work with addicts and and people that have a skewed perspective of sexuality?
1: Thank you for asking that. Well, I was always um, fascinated with the, basically what I should say, the taboo taboo about um, learning about sex and about um, encouraging people to talk about it. And I think, Carol, that in Australia, we are actually still uh, quite uh, reluctant to seek sex therapy uh, compared to what I understand uh, it's like in America and indeed i did not i know from my own experience because i went to the um the sash uh conference so that's you know the um the sexual attitudes and health um uh, conference which which you have in the states i went to the boston one 2 years ago or so and it was just absolutely you know gobsmacking to me to see up to 300 delegates who were all working and I know that you have so many other therapists in the States who are really, really expert in helping people with sexual addiction. And in Australia, we really don't even have an association for it yet. Um, there are, I could probably count, um, you know, less than 20 folks in Australia who who I would feel confident in sending people to work on their sexual addiction issues. So we're actually really dragging with it, mind you. We do only have a population of, let's say, 25 million, and I think the states is like 225 or more. So you know, you do have many more people who are. Um, it's more more able now. It's it's more kind of a, um, social, socially acceptable. Uh, and of course, now we do have media. We have movies. We have. Um, um, documentaries which are educating people. So let's hope that in Australia we can learn from um, the rapid advances that they've been making in, in the U.S. And, and then build infrastructures and, and have opportunities available for people to very quickly, if they do find themselves in sexual addictions, get some treatment and get some help.
0: Absolutely. And so it was through this SASH conference that I actually got Connected to you because so many people were so impressed with your work, and and you know obviously you work from a multitude of techniques and skills and modalities.
1: Mm-hmm. Now,
0: yes, Carol,
1: I back? have to interrupt you yeah. for a moment. No, I have to interrupt you. My I, I'm on some special phone right now, and it said I only have one minute remaining. Um, okay. so that would be awful. <laughs> Um, I could bring you back on another number.
0: You from are more than phone. welcome to bring me back. Once you get disconnected, yeah. just call me back in, and I'll make sure to to pay attention yeah. well, and I'll talk to our listening audience until you do. Well,
1: let's continue just so let a moment. Ask see you that maybe people haven't yeah. used it before. Okay. Okay. You
0: ready? Yes. I'm here. Absolutely. All right. So well, we, we can we continue
1: to... because it Okay, got oh,
0: it. No, no, but okay, are you there? She is gone. And she's going to be, as you heard her, ringing me up with another number. And, you know, when you're calling all the way from Australia, um, it, there's no doubt that there are going to be a few um, glitches in that. And, you know, we're all about feeling very comfortable and, and making whatever works happen. So, you know, and you know me. If she doesn't call back, I will be able to talk with you um, because I, too, am a hypnotherapist, and that's the wonderful thing about this. Now, I treat hip, I treat people through hypnotherapy um, when they've experienced trauma, when they have body image issues. I've got a tape for sale for people that are really uncomfortable with their own bodies. And they want to feel better about themselves. And oftentimes when you are a partner and you have been with a sex addict and you find out that they're acting out, you know, you feel like there's something wrong with you. And so, you know, hypnosis can be invaluable in helping somebody change their um, their mind and change how they see themselves. Well, welcome back to the show, Dr. Janice. You are on. Oh, thank you. I the do post.
1: apologize for that technical difficulty, but uh, sometimes you just can't predict how long these calls will, will be able to be. Well, we are so lucky to
0: have you, you know, so don't apologize at all. Now, thank so you. I was going to ask you, how can you maximize the chances of hypnosis helping you to succeed? what do you do with the clients to to maximize that
1: well we need to talk to them about what is hypnosis and what isn't because you know there are a lot of uh, um you know myths really that come from stage hypnosis where where people fear that they might be put into some kind of embarrassing or humiliating situation so there's a certain amount of education about how medical hypnosis um is extremely respectful That we're using um, all the natural um, powers of the subconscious mind in a really um, positive way to either um, help people resolve problems of the past, and 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 I know that some of my colleagues say that that's essential. Uh, It may even involve some kind of regressive hypnosis, perhaps you know, to an even like a preteen sexual abuse instance. Uh, And yet there is quite a bit of debate over whether that is necessary and indeed would even uh, bring out absolute truth because uh, there's been a lot of research that has questioned whether recovered memories through hypnosis really are bona fide. Um, so you know you really do have to make sure that if you're working with a sex therapist hypnotist that they do understand all of this Um, so you don't absolutely need to go back into a regressive hypnosis the main thing is that you disinhibit whatever is their problem now so that if they're anxious you help them to become more confident if they're not in touch with their bodies um, there's an amazing phenomenon called spectatoring where let's say we'll talk specifically about a woman who may have been sexually abused or interfered with or heaven forbidden been raped and she has actually as a defence mechanism kind of left her body and so it's like her spirit and her conscious mind go and sit on the on the mantelpiece or the, the window ledge and they and watches her body being assaulted. So the hypnotist sex therapist has to enable her through positive, um, assuring, and affirming hypnotherapy to actually feel safe to be in her body, totally attuned to all of the five senses, and to feel safe to be lovingly sexually made love to by her partner.
0: So let me ask you, for the average person, When they are thinking about hypnosis to work on any problem, how do you explain hypnosis? What do you say it is?
1: Well, that's hugely debatable too, Carol. Um, It's basically um, a, a, a trance where your awareness of conscious mind may still be quite present, but you are willing to suspend your critical thinking powers and be supported to actually resolve problems from the past or program for the future. So, you know, we can be in a trance when we're watching a movie, for instance. But if that trance is not guided by a qualified person to help you resolve issues from the past or feel good about your future, um, that benefit of hypnosis is not going to be um, be be encouraged or allowed.
0: Okay, so that makes sense. And I always tell people, because I, too, am a hypnotherapist, I say, you know, there are three parts of your brain. The conscious part, that's the part that says, okay, I'm going to take a drink of water right now. I'm thirsty. The subconscious part, which that's obviously where impulses, beliefs, feelings kind of go in and out of consciousness Sometimes you're aware of what you're doing, sometimes you're not. And then the unconscious part, which obviously are all those things we store so um, dark and deep into our brain that we don't know that they are impacting us. So somebody who's going to go on a diet who says, okay, I'm starting on Monday, and by Monday afternoon they're reaching for that cake, they may not know that it is their anxiety that is triggering that or it is their fear of deprivation or it is that need to um, reward themselves they have no idea they haven't linked it up now with sex obviously there are lots of hidden motives um both both from our past and also maybe not even in our awareness so what do you tell people about sexuality and hypnosis, how can hypnosis or hypnotherapy tap into one's sexuality
1: well that you you are so right, and I agree with everything that you said um it It d- depends, i think, what the person has shared with their conscious mind um and what their goals are in 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 being able to um to experience the hypnosis. Because over, you know, I've been doing this for 35 years now and one of the things that's fascinating is that I can never really be sure where the hypnosis is going to take us. So I think it really requires um, very careful clinical assessment of what they consciously are aware of and what they consciously are are desiring for the future because, you know, there's it can be very painful to to um, to help somebody access a, a, what may have been you know a, a horrible memory of of being assaulted, and um, and then you know that that may have been okay being in the dark recesses of the mind. Uh, it really depends on what they say consciously they really want, because I think that the hypnotist has a a lot of responsibility about about what they're opening up for that person.
0: That's a good point, a very good point. Okay, so now let's talk about how do you maximize the chances of hypnosis, allowing you to succeed. Because I really do think hypnotherapy catapults you into success because it works with all three parts of the brain.
1: Yes, well, I think being motivated is one of the first things. Um, not to come in and expect that the hypnotist is going to, you know, have, have a magic wand. I actually have a little plastic magic wand um, prop in my center. And I say, look, look, this is a plastic magic wand. The magic actually is inside your mind. But you do, you do have to be motivated. Um, you need to be what I call sessionable. I've had people turn up for hypnosis drunk, stoned, well, goodness knows I'm whatever else um, mm-hmm. there are people who will set the therapist up and expect that you know you have to make me go so deeply that I don't even remember what we talked about and um, you know it's not necessarily what hypnosis is you don't. you don't there is a small part of the mind that's always watching what is happening um, so it's really all about being positive about being open Um, And, you know, well-slept, well-fed, sessionable, as I say. Um, And don't turn up to waste your time and theirs.
0: Good point. So one is you have to be fully alert and present to make most of your hypnotherapy session. And that's one of the ways you can sabotage the positive effects is by being under the influence. Are there other ways that you can sabotage the positive effects of hypnosis? Uh,
1: Well, there are some people that we really do think are not hypnotizable. Um, There are really, what shall we call it, um, less brain thinkers, you know, the people who don't like to lose control. Uh, I've worked with some of these people and, and, you know, I've had to say to them, look, I just think that that you uh, live so much in your in your conscious mind that you're not even willing to suspend your disbelief. I wouldn't say that until they've had at least three sessions. Um but they just are terrified of losing control. Fortunately that's only about five to ten percent of the population. Um but, you know, that, that that they they can be wasting your time and theirs. Um most people who are motivated are willing to suspend their disbelief. They they want to see some changes, or they want to see the changes rapidly. So they're very motivated, and they're my favorite clients.
0: Oh, I bet. And you know, so many people think that hypnotherapy or hypnosis is about losing control like we typically see on television, where you're barking like a dog or quacking like a duck. And there could be nothing further from the truth when we're doing clinical hypnotherapy. I mean, really, they spend time with you talking about their history, giving you good information, and then together you kind of come up with a treatment plan, correct?
1: Yes. And sometimes I come up with imagery, and I I actually a part of me thinks, w- "Where did I channel that from?" You know, it's just so beautiful, so inspiring. It motivates me and it just comes out of my mouth and I do have um I do have a quote on my wall from from the um the miracles um book which says that sometimes, you know, you just have to be welcome in the channeling of, of some higher power. Um though I do pride myself on being able to to write imagery, I truly am quite touched sometimes at at how um magnificent it can be.
0: Oh, I bet. Well, and I think that is why you've been so successful in creating so many programs for potential clients. I mean, let me, again, talk about the audio titles you have. When it comes to sexuality for women, there's Achieving Fabulous Orgasms or How to Spark Up Your Man's Sexual Desire or Sexual Empowerment for the Woman and Sexual Fantasies for Women. And then for men, it's achieving and maintaining erections, which can be very, very difficult for men who are over the age of 45 or men that have difficulty because they are, they're anxious, they are looking at for one type of visual image, um, how to spark up your woman's sexual desire, sexual fantasies for men, stop delayed or inability of ejaculation, and stop premature ejaculation. And I know that, obviously, you want them to be able to create and share hot fantasies that are not pornographic, right?
1: Exactly, yes. It, it, it is a little bit uh, challenging to, to talk about fantasies with people. Um, some people say they never fantasize at all, and, and fantasize is, is it, a fantasy is kind of like a self hypnosis trance, isn't it? um but Absolutely. I think those control controlling people um don't allow themselves to have fantasies um it certainly can help a man who's got premature ejaculation um to feel that he's in a suspended longer encounter than what you know didn't you know that it's only two two minutes to six minutes is the the average amount of time most men will take before they ejaculate. And for the men with the delayed or inability, they want to be able to transform into a much shorter amount of time so that they can ejaculate and um, and feel, you know, they haven't been exhausted by trying too hard. So, you know, hypnosis is good for, for helping the, the fantasy, the thought. If I always say your brain is a bus. And uh, you're the driver, you have to drive it in a very responsible way. Um, And certainly, for the people who have, you know, are still in recovery um, or just on the shoulder of recovery, uh, I think we should limit fantasies altogether Um, and just focus on just being in the five senses with your partner.
0: Yeah, and and certainly. That's what men are learning how to do. You know, a lot of men can't ever go back to masturbating because the minute they touch their penis, they're thinking about the pornography they saw, the prostitute they were with, whatever it would be. And so as a good hypnotherapist, you have to understand the issues of your client and help them move around it, through it, you know, whatever it takes Mm -hmm. that doesn't put them at risk.
1: Oh, absolutely, Carol, and uh, and I I do think that um, those men who touch their penis when they when they're um, alone, uh, either with a fantasy in their own mind or through or through touching, uh, looking at porn, I call that watch and wank. It's a very um, very dangerous practice, watching and wanking. Um, they just don't realise how quickly that slippery slope can take them down into that. Um, that you know that 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 drive to uh, to have the novelty instead of the the drive to have that intimacy, because that's what it really is all about: being intimate with a person whom you really care deep.
0: Oh, I I agree a hundred percent. And you actually have an audio that says, "Stop using pornography." Can you tell us about that one?
1: Yes, I'm not sure if it's my absolute best shot, but it does sell on Amazon, so they must have thought it was all right. um What I tried to do at the beginning is actually do you know um do a summary i guess of of what the challenges are, the triggers um so more a behavioral uh, motivational just plain speaking, and then I go into the hypnosis for pornography. Um, or stopping pornography sorry which is much more about how um, how many uh, dramas um, painful feelings uh, disappointments waste of time uh, all of the absolutely negative features of pornography um, and then to paint a picture of what to be porn free can be so it's really what I hear you saying on your show time and time again that to be, you know, porn free, to be to be free of that terrible addiction can actually give you just so much time and space and, and happy activities and, and put your mind to truly being intimate with a partner in that way that is so much more fulfilling. And look Absolutely. how as a result of being on the show today, if anybody wants to go to my websites and and if you bought one, my my audios are only nine ninety five, so they're very inexpensive. But if you do buy one and then you send me an email saying that I've just bought this one, can I have another one, I'll send you another one for free so you actually get two for the price of one.
0: Oh, my gosh. So they're they're down to about $4.95 or $5 for a yeah, video that was, by two.
1: Yeah. And that's Australian that is- dollars too, so I guess that's even cheaper in American dollars. But they would have to send to my email. That's Jan, J-A-N, at au. That's my email.
0: Okay. And and is that costly for you to send something all the way from Australia to
1: Oh the no, States? I would send them I would send them the MP three download so that it's not actually um I can't afford to send the postage and, and um spend the time on that. But it's it's not it doesn't take me a moment to just send um an electronic version. I'm happy Excellent. to spread all the good words.
0: Well, thank you so much. You know, we are talking with Doctor Janet Hall, who's a clinical psychologist. She's a hypnotherapist, author, and professional speaker who helps people super boost their confidence and get fantastic results. She's the author of eight books on family and relationship issues, including Sex Wise Teens and Sex Life Solutions. Doctor Janet was featured regularly on television programs in Australia. And she has 19 audio recordings in the Sensational Sex Series, frankly and informatively discussing sexual issues ranging from sex therapy using hypnosis to advice on creating and sharing sexual fantasies for sparking up your sex life. And truly, the one I would advise you to look at is... is anything that has to do with your own performance problem, whether that's stopping premature ejaculation or achieving and maintaining erections or empowerment for women. And then, of course, I highly highly recommend, if you need an extra dose of some clinical... Um, hypnotherapy, uh, advice on how to stop using pornography. She also has that as a download. And you heard her say today that they are ninety five. but if you go to her website, www.drjanethall.com, she'll actually, you can purchase one and get a second one for free. And that is a download. So you can have it immediately. Um, as we begin to end, Dr. Janet, what advice would you give my listeners who obviously have gone down the wrong path in terms of their sexuality, they feel a lot of shame and blame, and they are listening to this show because they want to take their life to a new normal and create the life they deserve?
1: Well, first of all, um, I would recommend that they do have some kind of group therapy, whether it is Sex Addicts Anonymous, that it's just so supportive to realize you're not alone. And to do to find your own um, therapist who you can have rapport with, that you can feel um, appreciates where you're coming from and what you what you want to do, because I do think that if you try and do it by yourself, um, you are you're just going to take a long time, if in fact you can um, achieve you know sobriety by yourself. So find yourself a good therapist and and, and a group that you can trust and work with and and learn there's just so much you can learn from listening to hypnotherapy to to reading books to reading online joining a forum um it is an active not a reactive need that you have um so you know get the help
0: well i love that because you're right i always tell my my men and women that suffer from this illness you cannot do it alone will fail if you try. You need a whole committee, which means an experienced therapist, typically a 12-step group, a mentor or a sponsor. You need to do the transformational work. You need to engage in the readings, create the filters, use them on your phone. I mean, it's not just one thing. It's a whole host of uh, tools that will actually catapult
1: your recovery. Yes. <laughs> well said. And if anybody could find help with my tools, that's why I put them together. I'm very happy to to, to let people know about them.
0: Oh, I love that. Absolutely. And you 19 downloads. I mean, you have worked very hard on this. You must feel very (laughs) Um, You know, sex is a hard thing to talk about anyway, and families have so much trouble talking to their kids, and then whenever you've had this kind of trauma in a relationship, it makes it even tougher.
1: Do you do do any
0: Skyping with people, um, any phone coaching, so to speak, or is it all face-to-face and through your audios?
1: Oh, no. I can certainly do Skype work, and uh, um, obviously I need to get my technology with the phone working. (laughs) I, think I had to back up one today. <laughs> well, um, yeah, you know, you real, and
0: the, Skype and that worked real well.
1: <laughs> yes, that's right. We can do Skype. So certainly, you know, people. I do. I have had um, conversations with people in Hawaii and Nova Scotia. Um, it's just a matter of finding, you know, the best time that we can connect. And um, and with PayPal, anything's possible.
0: Absolutely. Well, Dr. Janet Hall, thank you so much for your expertise tonight. Listeners, I hope you will go to her website, and again, that is www.drjanethall.com, and take advantage of her wonderful offer, not not just to buy one download, but when you buy one, get a second one free. And all the best to you, and I hope we can speak in the future about the expertise you have in working with addicts. Thank you again.
1: Thanks, Carol. I really enjoyed myself. Bye, everybody.
0: Excellent. Well, you have a great week.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Okay. All right. That was Dr. Janet Holland. You know, it is kind of hard to talk about sex, and I really, really appreciate the fact that she is willing to do that sex therapists seem to face several major obstacles in delivering their craft. And, you know, it takes a wise woman not to make a referral um, into something that would get you into trouble. For instance, you know, if you're going to SA, that's Sexaholics Anonymous, um, what you know is that you can only have sex with your marital partner, and masturbation is not allowed because they just really believe that's a slippery slope to fantasy. And when you fantasize, it can be easy to go down the wrong path. And so they eliminate that specifically from your activities. Now, Sex Addicts Anonymous gives you a little bit more freedom, but as you can imagine... There's more of a slippery slope, so it can be more difficult to manage that recovery. That's why you've got to know what is in your best interest based on your own impulses, your own control, your own sobriety, and what you know to be true. And I promise you, if you sit with yourself and you reflect on what is possible, you know, tonight in my group I was saying, that addict will tell you oh you can do this you can do that you don't have to you don't have to pay attention to that well i saw we were talking about the addict and i saw one of our group members kind of flinch and i said Tommy what are you over there flinching for and he says you know carol you know that i don't believe there's an addict part of you i believe that is the addict and the addict is you And that addict is always going to be talking to you and telling you things to get you off track. Now, okay, that very well may be true. Uh, Who am I to tell him what his addict does, says, feels, or thinks? What I do know to be true is when you work a strong recovery program and you work it every single day and you have that committee to support you, and you work SAA or SA, and you've read the book, promises that say when you're doing all the right things, you eventually will be able to live more of a normal life. You can't go back to old behaviors. But your life will be so full with the new and improved. The confidence that you gain will will. I keep using this word, and I don't mean to, but it will. It will catapult you into real belief in yourself and your family and your work, and you'll make, you know, and continue to make amazing changes in your life that are healthy, that are good choices. And that's what I'm here hoping that you'll do. So as I say at the end of every show, you know, there will only be one of you at all times, and I fearlessly want you to have the courage to be yourself. And at the same time, I'm begging you to follow all the recovery tools so that you develop a support network so that you're not doing it on your own. You're listening to Sex Help with Carol the Coach, and I'll catch you back here next Monday night. And I feel so honored to be with you tonight. Have a great week.